This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Noon Business Hour, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Jim Goodis. An airline struggling to fill jobs and are offering bonuses and referral fees in the effort to find workers, and we'll cover that in our next segment. Right now, all eyes will be on the Fed in the coming months amid expectations of some policy tightening. And we're joined by Carl Riccadonna, the chief U.S. economist at Bloomberg out of New York. So, Carl, I, I imagine you could make a million zillion dollars if you could tell us exactly what to expect from the Fed. But what are they expecting from the Fed? And what is the Fed seeking to do with all of the recent economic numbers we've seen? Sure thing. Well, uh, the, the Fed is really uh, trying to assess uh, what the uh, exit strategy from the uh, emergency uh, and crisis policies that they put in place uh and basically, they're assessing that that's no longer appropriate for uh, the current state of the economy. We know that the economy is now uh, at a level of output that's above where we were prior to the pandemic starting in early 2020. Uh, we also can see that uh, the labor market, while still uh, having ways to go, uh, is making a significant uh, progress on that front uh, as well, with uh, nearly a million jobs created in the last uh, couple of months. Uh, so the Fed now is uh, looking at an economy that still needs support, but not as as much support uh, as they uh, initially uh, prescribed. And so the, the debate, which uh, certainly uh, happened at the last Fed meeting and should be evident in today's minutes as well, uh, and will be an ongoing discussion. The Fed is convening uh, in uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming for its uh, late summer uh, conference and, uh, of course, a, a few more Fed meetings this year uh, to really assess uh, when the time is right, what the, the triggers and the economic data will be, and, and how that winding back of accommodation uh, will actually Actually play out. Carl, what uh, what else are we looking at right now in addition to the Fed minutes? What other things do we need to keep an eye on right now in terms of the markets and performance and, and how investors may or may not react? Absolutely. So as we think about uh, what the Fed is doing, the main triggers will obviously be uh, unemployment or, or labor market conditions uh, in the economy and uh, also the inflation outlook. And so uh, as we saw the latest round of inflation data, there was some signs that maybe we've hit the high watermark and uh, all of these reopening pressures on uh, consumer prices are starting to maybe not retrace, but at least level out. Uh, that's on the price pressure front. Uh, in terms of the labor market, it seems certainly that there's a lot of momentum building. Uh, and so the question is uh, whether the Delta variant, uh, as that becomes more widespread, uh, and we can see uh, consumer and business confidence uh, taking a little bit of a, a hit as a result, uh, if that leads to some deceleration in the pace of hiring. Uh, also, uh, we're watching in the background uh, come Labor Day, uh, as uh, all 50 states will officially uh, be off of the supplemental unemployment insurance. And so uh, some folks who presumably have been sitting on the sidelines collecting an unemployment check instead of looking for a job, uh, with those uh, expanded benefits expiring, uh, they will be uh, a little bit more aggressive in their job searches. 
That's Carl Recadana, the chief U.S. economist at Bloomberg in New York. Carl, as always, thank you for your guidance, especially on a big day when we're looking forward to Fed guidance. Coming up, airlines having big problems filling positions, including the pilot seat. The only program dedicated to currency events. You're listening to the WBBM Noon Business Hour. Staff shortages in the airline industry this summer have led to flight delays and cancellations. And let's find out what's being done to try to change that. We welcome Joe Schwederman, the professor of public services and director at the Chaddock Institute at DePaul University here in Chicago. So, Joe, what are the airlines doing to try to have to take down that help wanted sign that they've had up and they have it up in a big way? Yeah, what a couple of weeks it's been. And I think uh, you know, a few weeks ago, the story was all the cancellations. Now it's uh, just a realization, realization by carriers that their personnel is just inadequate, both for uh, uh, the current schedule and the growth they want to have. And when you have bad weather, it actually increases your need for pilots because pilots you know, run out of service hours. So uh, it's hit Southwest probably the worst, and they're offering big incentives to find new employees and hoping to hire uh, hundreds of pilots not in America are in a similar uh, situation. Now, pilots, how difficult is that going to be? I mean, are there pilots available, or is there a pilot shortage right now? So even if you have the openings, you can't necessarily fill all of them. Well, that's for sure. And, of course, pilots, it's a long road to be certified to be a commercial airline pilot, and lots of hours required. And the old system is to work for a regional airline or for a charter airline and, and make your way up. But the airlines are increasingly seeing they have to uh, incentivize and offer training programs themselves. You know, United launched uh, a collaboration with a flight school. And so they're trying to get more uh, pilots in the pipeline at a time. And the scary thing now is we have a, a, a phase of early retirements that's going to happen. And I think the, the one bit of good news is the federal government with the, you know, the bailout packages kept many pilots in the air. So that that's uh, less than the ramp up. But boy, it's a uh, it's a cliff they're facing. So, Joe, what is this going to mean for you and me in terms of airline passengers? What is it going to mean in terms of service? What is it going to mean in terms of fares? What What is it going to mean for our experience flying? Yeah, I think the uh, really the two things are airlines have a massive incentive to get this problem solved because they've, this is their time to make money with a fairly strong economy. The Delta variant slowed things down, but that's uh, when hopefully when that's behind us, we'll have you know, the kind of uh, robust recovery we were seeing. I think that the unfortunate fact of life is, at least now through, say, Thanksgiving, is when things go bad at the airports, they will, you know, continue to go really bad in some cases just by having to cancel flights. Uh, I think, though, for the everyday trip, you know, putting aside bad weather, the airlines can meet that schedule, but they just lack the backups when uh, when problems occur. Joe, what else should we be watching for in terms of air travel right now, beyond just the shortages of staff in terms of regular staff and pilots, that sort of thing? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. Our airlines have come out of the blocks. Our ordering new airplanes uh, has really been good for Boeing, which is based here in Chicago, Airbus as well. And we're, we're also seeing a couple of new airlines uh, taken to the skies. Breeze Airlines is getting a lot of credit by uh, David Newman, the uh, entrepreneur that's uh, – I'm really excited with a new concept with an airline. So we're seeing uh, that old uh, aggressive spirit for airlines return as they add routes. International is going to be slow for a while. But, uh, you know, assuming this Delta variant is a, is a four to six month problem, uh, the Wall Street's pretty bullish about the airlines right now.
That's Joe Schwederman, the Professor of Public Services and Director of the Chaddock Institute at DePaul. Joe, always great to talk to you about airlines. Up next, two programming giants are partnering to launch a new streaming service overseas. Money Talks, as the WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Comcast and Viacom CBS teaming up to launch a streaming service in Europe. And joining us on the McGrath Lexus business line is Tim Hanlon, the founder and CEO of the Vertair Group in Chicago. So, Tim, what's going on with Comcast and Viacom CBS? You, we think of them, of course, as an American company, but they're apparently setting their sights on Europe. Why? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. The um, the reality is that uh, everybody is looking I- at Netflix, which is the clear leader in streaming uh, worldwide, frankly, um, and trying to sort of uh, assemble their various pieces to become sort of the uh, uh, default number two choice in people's uh, subscription menus. And we have two American companies, uh, NBC Universal and Viacom CBS. Uh, themselves uh, aggregated from smaller parts over the years, uh, looking at their respective streaming offerings, uh, NBC Universal's largely led by uh, the new uh, Peacock service, uh, and Viacom CBS with their uh, Paramount Plus and uh, free service called Pluto TV, and recognizing, frankly, that uh, they probably need to scale up or perhaps even combine uh, at some point to uh, achieve the scale and uh, competitive heft of, say, where Disney is or certainly where Netflix is. And what's uh, what was announced in this new service uh, called Sky Showtime in Europe uh, is perhaps a bit of a hint about how these two entities, NBC Universal and uh, CBS, uh, Viacom CBS, potentially combine their streaming assets. Uh, they're going to do it first in Europe across uh, the continent. Um, but the rumors have been uh, that these companies might out and out merge uh, themselves uh, as been rumored. So I think this is a way to kind of test the waters without necessarily going through formal uh, merger activities in the United States just yet. Now, Tim, one question that comes up is, uh, you know, ownership here. We, we were talking about Comcast, CBS, NBC. How does that all get sorted out if if this is the precursor to that? Well, that's an excellent question. And, and from a regulatory perspective, it, it is uh, certainly in the United States a, a bit complicated when you throw in, uh, for example, the broadcast television assets that each of those entities, NBC Universal and uh, Viacom CBS, own. So uh, there's no question that that's a bit more complex uh, and complicated. Um, uh, but in Europe, uh, this is uh, literally a, a joint venture. Uh, that is combining the various streaming-only assets of both of the entities uh, into a new sort of super service. Uh, And I think, you know, again, if this goes well, and frankly, uh, you look at all the various streaming assets that are put together here, it should be a pretty attractive offering. Uh, I think really what that will help both of these entities figure out is, operationally, does this make sense? I believe the answer is going to be yes. And that'll perhaps set the tone for maybe next year, an out-and-out formal merger uh, proposition uh, here in the U.S. Um, as the uh, months roll on. And, Tim, that'll be something fascinating to watch, and the pun was intended there. That's Tim Hanlon. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Still ahead on Personal Finance Wednesday, facing the truth about your money situation. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Chicago's all-news station, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. And the Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Good afternoon. I'm Jim Goodis. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. COVID-19 booster shots are now being planned for most Americans. We're learning more about the victim of a deadly shooting on a Chicago expressway last night. On Personal Finance Wednesday, a discussion of the psychology of money and ways we try to fool ourselves about our financial situation. The price of oil is on the decline. We'll take a look at what's driving energy markets. Again on Wall Street, the Dow now down 63 points. The S&P 500 down 9, but the Nasdaq ahead by 2 points. AccuWeather says we'll have a mix of sun and clouds. Could see a thunderstorm in spots. A high of 85, but cooler by the lake. Right now, under partly sunny skies, it's 83 at O'Hare at 1231. A well-loved teacher, wife, mother, and grandmother is dead after a late-night shooting on the Dan Ryan Expressway. Illinois State Police say 67-year-old Denise Hugelay of Orland Park was killed and another person wounded at around 10 last night on the Ryan near 67th Street. Two suspects in custody. Investigators are still sorting out the circumstances of the shooting. The White House is taking formal steps to provide COVID booster shots to all Americans. CBS correspondent Stephen Portnoy has the latest from the White House. What is clear from this announcement is that experts have realized the effectiveness of the vaccines weakens over time. What is not clear is why they've set an eight-month waiting period for a third dose or why the Pfizer and Moderna boosters won't be made available for Americans until September 20th. Pfizer first warned of the need for booster shots in April of this year. Israel started offering them last month. There are no plans yet to provide booster shots for individuals who've received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which began rolling out in March. 
You can take WBBM anywhere you go by using the Odyssey app, which now also has hundreds of new exclusive music stations. For music fans, by music fans. Only on the Odyssey app. It's 1232. Your daily transaction for useful information. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Markets are mixed, and we're joined by Michael Palumbo, the founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk here in Chicago. So, Michael, what's happening on the street today? Well, it's been kind of a tame day today. We had a little bit of earnings news, but really overall not much driving markets, so we're kind of treading water here. S&P down small, NASDAQ up small. It's pretty min- bit pretty much been a non-event so far. Is this kind of just waiting to see what the Fed does, or are there other reasons why we're not seeing much in the way of movement? Yeah, we're looking for more macro data uh, on inflation. I think that's what markets are really concerned about, and then also um, see how this Delta uh, variant starts to play out as it hits the Midwest, which it seems like it's coming like a slow-moving hurricane across the country, and, and, and I think markets are kind of just waiting to see how, how bad this gets. But there just isn't a lot of market-driving news today, so that's why we're kind of treading water. How about that Delta variant? I mean, is it being factored in right now into the markets, or is it just you really don't know and there's no way, way really for investors to somehow compensate for what the variant might do? Well, the, a variant like the, uh, you know, or a virus like this is what they call a known unknown. So markets are always factoring in these known unknowns, but you know there's always a chance that they're wrong. So there's a wide range of, of possibilities, and right now I think the market is expecting it to be a, a few month. Uh, type thing, and it's going to put a damper on retail sales, but then I think we'll see the end of this uh, come November, December, and for Christmas, it probably will not be that big of a factor. Now, that's I'm I'm not a virologist. I just uh, play one on on the radio. No, I, I, it, without joking, you have to be a virologist just to be able to, to trade in these markets. Uh, at least know enough about this stuff. So, you know, my my feeling, and I think the market's feeling as a whole, is that you know when the Delta variant does finish, which should be in the late fall, that. I think things will tame down a little bit with this virus and it becomes more endemic, kind of like the flu. Uh, It it doesn't mean it's not going to be still dangerous. It's going to be around. It's going to be a factor. But I think the next couple months are going to be the worst of it. So we'll have to see how it plays out. All right. You're not an expert on viruses, (laughs) but you are an expert on calculated risks. So what is the best way to approach the market right now with all this uncertainty going on and with all of these factors going on? What, what's the best approach? We've been advocates of staying along this market, but having a balanced portfolio, 20 to 30% bonds, 30 to 50% stock, 0 to 15% Bitcoin and gold, and then the rest in cash. So that gives you a little range of where we think you should be positioned. That means that we do believe markets are going to continue to to move higher, but it's going to be a slow measured move. And it has, like I said, a a few known unknowns. And those big ones are the virus and bond yields. You have to take those risks in order to be in this market. But in the history of the stock market in the United States, it has always paid to take these risks. So we, we are still advocates of remaining long the stock market, remaining long assets. It's just it's going to be a bumpy road, and we have to see how this virus plays out and, most importantly, how inflation plays out. 
so far, it, the, the reports have been not so great, but the market has taken it in stride and bond yields remain low. If bond yields remain low, this market is a buy right here. But that is a big if, and we'll have to watch the 10-year yield and see if it stays the way it is. That's Michael Palumbo, the founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk here in Chicago. Good guy to talk to on a day like this on Wall Street. Up next on Personal Finance Wednesday, telling yourself the truth about money. Making sense of your dollars. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Personal Finance Wednesday. This afternoon, we're delving into the psychology of money and how we can often fool ourselves about financial reality. And joining us on the McGrath-Lexus business line is Mark Horner, a wealth advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. So how are we deluding ourselves sometimes when it comes to money, Mark? Yeah, Jim. So uh, unfortunately, money is one of those topics that just doesn't get talked about near enough. And so uh, often we can find ourselves ending up only with ourselves uh, to, to bad ideas around. And, and we can sometimes be it's easiest to, to fool ourselves into, into the, right, the right thinking. Uh, but, you know, a couple, a couple of uh, areas that we've seen that people just aren't really thinking about money the right way is, uh, is thinking about, you know, if my bank account gets to a certain balance, that's when I'll be happy. Uh, that I need to that I need to get to that number, and then all my problems are gonna are gonna go away. And unfortunately, I've seen that in practice in working with clients over twenty over twenty years. The bank account balance, that old adage, money can't buy happiness. It is one hundred percent one hundred percent true. What, what we conversely, what we have seen is that really making progress towards goals, so setting a plan in place and and monitoring your process towards a particular goal rather than a dollar rather than a dollar amount that ends up being far more rewarding than a than a balance in a, than a balance in a in your in your investment account and another I'm, you know and, oh go ahead yeah no go ahead no go ahead jim no no please i want to hear your uh, what people are doing and saying and and how they are uh, kind of fooling themselves a little bit about you know what it is that they're doing with their money well, so another one that can have huge negative impacts is the old "I'll save more tomorrow" or "I'll save, I'll save later." I can always get to that tomorrow. The most powerful factors in any investment plan are not whether I pick the right cryptocurrency or meme stock or or, or IPO. The most powerful elements are time letting your portfolio have time to work and then sticking with that plan. And so by giving away giving away time, people can really put themselves behind the behind the eight ball. And I just ran some some real quick numbers. Somebody's coming out of college saving for retirement. They might have a 40-year time horizon. $200 a month will, should get them over to a mil, over a million dollars if they if they stick with it. Waiting just 5 years and starting at uh, with a 35-year time horizon, that cuts that number by almost a third. So the, the power of time in getting, uh, in getting started and sticking with your investment plan cannot be overemphasized. And then the last one that, that we hear a lot is, is, that, is that people feel like they're alone in whatever, whatever challenges they might be having or fears or anxieties. And I think that goes back to the idea that, that we don't talk enough about money and, and 
uh, and strategies to strategies to achieve the financial goals that we might have and fears and anxieties. But I, I really, I guarantee you, which that word almost never gets used in the financial world, but I guarantee you, if you're having feelings about the challenges that you're facing with finances that are that are unique to you, there are plenty of other people in the world that have that have gone through those circumstances. And so, really encourage people to talk to family members, friends, financial advisors about about money. You will you will find that you are far from alone. That's Mark Horner, the Wealth Advisor at Fairhaven Wealth Management in Wheaton. And uh, you can consult with Mark or fellow professionals like him to find out maybe if some of your conceptions about money, you might just be fooling yourself or maybe the right questions to ask about what to do with your money. His website, by the way, is fairhavenwealth.com. Join us at this time tomorrow for Technology Thursday and still to come, Tracking Trends in the Oil Market. Personal Finance Wednesday on the Noon Business Hour is sponsored by Mesero Wealth Management. A deposit for your future. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. And oil prices have been falling over the past week, and let's find out what their recent decline says about the strength of the broader economy. As we bring in Phil Flynn, our senior market analyst, price group, and Fox Business News contributor out of Chicago. So, Phil, what's been driving oil prices? You know, the fear of what might be more than anything. I mean, because if you look at oil demand right now, it's pretty much through the roof. But the prices are falling because there's a growing concern about the Delta variant of the COVID-19 virus. And they're concerned that even though demand for oil being very strong today could fall in the future, um, as it already has in China, and that's really weighing on the psychology of this market right now. So it's really the fact that even though, what was it, just a, a week or so ago that we had the Biden administration saying, please ex- export more oil, we need it. Uh, it's just all this uncertainty. I guess people just aren't sure whether or not that oil is going to be needed. It really is. And we did see some reports that came out of China this week where their economy really has slowed down because of the shutdowns due to this Delta variant. Um, and there are reports that they're crude oil demand has dropped by almost two and a half million barrels a day. But people have to remember that that's probably going to bounce back very quickly. The refineries are going to come out of maintenance. And when that happens, I think the prices will go back up again. But if we do see more lockdowns because of this COVID, uh, it could hurt demand expectations and, and that will weigh on prices. Is there any way, Phil, to translate this to what we should expect to pay at the pump? Well, the sad part is you would thought would have thought with prices being at a three-month low on crude, the prices would be lower. Yeah, we will see some breaks at the pump. You know, when the summer ends, prices come back down. But don't look for them to fall too far. I think right now we're in a new era of higher gasoline prices, and those cheap gasoline prices that we all remember are probably something we're going to be telling our grandkids about. Can we at least look forward to the end of summer blend and bringing prices down a bit, or is that not even a factor now? No, that will be a factor. Yeah, usually when the winter ends, we can expect to see a 5 to $0.10 cent drop in Chicago at the pump. So we will definitely see that break. But I'm still of the belief that we're going to see the price of oil go back later in the year. So that drop that we get you know, in the fall uh, may be short-lived, and I think prices will edge up into the end of the year. So enjoy it. Every little break in price, enjoy it, because I don't think it's going to last too long. Bill Flynn, the senior market analyst at Price Group and a Fox Business News contributor here in Chicago. Phil, as always, 
Great to talk to you, even if you don't always have the best of news. If you've missed any part of today's noon business hour, we'll have the replay podcast available shortly at WBBMNewsRadio.com and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 